Hey, thank you for listening to Reformed Eve. Today we're going to be talking about Jeremiah. Jeremiah is actually a book in the Bible that probably many people skip over or or don't read. Uh, Mostly we kind of stick to the cliches that we see like in bumper stickers and things like that, you know, when it comes to scripture. So Jeremiah is interesting because it actually talks of a prophet. And this prophet was one that God sent to Judah to warn them about what was going on. So there was a kind of bunch of like weird Sodom and Gomorrah stuff going on. People were worshiping idols. People were doing weird sex stuff. There was just so much bad stuff going on. And God wanted them to know that, hey, you guys need to change. So he sent Jeremiah to do that. So Jeremiah, for 40 years, he tried really hard to change these people's ways and their minds. So at first, everyone just ignored him. Then they started making fun of Jeremiah. Then he started receiving death threats. And then finally, he was actually physically assaulted. So what they did was they actually took him to Egypt against his will. Um, They um, put him in some kind of weird contraption like where they tied his arms and legs and had him in a weird position that was really uncomfortable. They put him in prison. His family rejected him. His friends rejected him. His audience, um, the kings that were around at that time. So Jeremiah stood alone, but he still declared God's message of doom because God wanted them to know what was coming if they continued their evil ways. Um, Jeremiah tried to also let him know about God's new covenant, and Jeremiah cried a lot. And if you read Jeremiah, it's interesting because he had a bunch of like mixed emotions. He had times when he was praising God. He had times when he was like asking God like things like, why was I even born? There, he was, and I'm going to explain why this was happening. So what, let me backtrack a little bit. <laughs> So when we think of success, we think of people with like tons of friends or lots of Instagram followers. We think of someone with tons of money. We think of mansions, big houses, nice cars. Um, Success to us is when people enjoy the good life. So they're secure financially, they're secure emotionally, they have admirers. Um, We see them as being people who are leaders or makers of things. Um, trendsetters and people want to copy these people to be successful too because everyone notices their accomplishments everyone knows who they are where they're going and everyone knows they're going to meet their goals however Jeremiah in stark contrast was very poor he was made fun of he was not really stable because honestly mentally like he was all over the place so he was kind of mentally anguished um he was full of anxiety um he loved god but and he was really trying his best but he really wasn't something that when we look at him it's successful because he was poor so according to society standards jeremiah was a failure but the strange thing is that in god's eyes Jeremiah was actually one of the most successful people in all of history. Why is this? Success, when it's measured by God, involves obedience and faithfulness. So regardless of opposition and regardless of personal cost, Jeremiah courageously 
kept proclaiming the word of God and he did this faithfully. And I say faithfully even with Jeremiah's ups and downs because even though he had some really low moments where he was even questioning his existence and his birth, he still remained faithful to God. So he was obedient to what God wanted him to do. So there was kind of a very important scripture in Jeremiah that I wanted to share with you. And this is going to be, let me see in my Bible, Jeremiah 20. So there was a part when Jeremiah was put in the stocks, like I mentioned earlier, um, in that very uncomfortable position that he was bound. And being in this kind of position was really humiliating. Um, People listened to Jeremiah's words, but they knew that their hearts were full of guilt. So the way that they reacted was by punishing Jeremiah instead of taking his message to heart. So honestly, we know sometimes the truth stings. So In this case, there was a guy called Pashur who felt really convicted by Jeremiah's words and decided to just react harshly. So even though something we can kind of take from that is this, we can deny the, we can deny and destroy evidence of everything we're doing that's wrong, or we can take the truth and let it change us. But this guy Pashur in the Bible who was trying to torture Jeremiah, thought he was a strong leader, but really he was a coward. Because instead of confronting his own demons, he decided to just torture this poor guy who was just trying to share, you know, God's message. So, um, Jeremiah actually cried out in despair. And as I mentioned earlier, it was mixed with praise. And he unburdened his heart to God. So he was telling God everything that he was feeling all at once. The happy feelings, the bad feelings. It was kind of a mixed bag of emotions. But he continued to faithfully proclaim God's word. And what he was noticing is that he received nothing in return, only persecution and sorrow. So he actually tried to withhold God's word. He actually tried to not share God's word anymore because he was like, why am I doing this if if all this bad stuff's happening to me? Why am I doing this if I lost all my friends? Why am I doing this if nobody's even listening? Like, what's going on? And then in Jeremiah 20, uh, let me look real quick. Twenty Jeremiah 20, 20, verse 7, it says, O Lord, thou hast deceived me, and I was deceived. You are stronger than I, and you have prevailed. I am in derision daily. Everyone mocketh me. For since I spoke, I cried out. I cried violence and spoil, because the word of the Lord was made a reproach unto me, and a derision daily. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. 
So what he was saying, kind of in some fancy words here, is that even though he didn't want to proclaim God's word anymore because all this bad stuff was happening, he felt a fire in his bones. He felt something in his bones that was compelling him to still share God's word no matter what was going on. So when God's living word becomes fire in your bones, you will also feel compelled to share it with others no matter what. So in the end, Jeremiah, he ended up telling you know, everybody Jerusalem's destruction and everything that he said came true. So even though he was being denied and mocked, um, in the end, the king uh, Zedekiah, um, who was one of the ones who was mocking Jeremiah and everything, he was so desperate that he turned to God for help, but he never acknowledged God's warnings or admitted his sin. And a lot of times we ask God to help us in times of trouble, but we have completely ignored him in times of prosperity, and that's actually not okay. He, God wants a lasting relationship with you. So do you want like a, a lasting relationship with God, like a lasting friendship, or do you just use him occasionally to escape trouble? So how do you feel when your family and friends like only came to you as a temporary resource, like when things were really difficult? That, that's not okay. So the book of Je- um, Jer- Jeremiah shares a lot of interesting things. It shares that you can bring all your feelings to God, even if they're completely all over the place. It shares the fact that we should listen to things that we feel convicted of. So something that I believe is this. Do you remember in Spider-Man when uh, Peter, I think, or someone told Peter, the Spider-Man guy, with great power comes great responsibility? Well, the word in the Bible is power. And the more you read and the more you know, the more responsible you become for that knowledge. And what I mean is this. If you know that the Holy Spirit speaks to you, if you know that when you feel convicted of something that you're doing wrong, like pretend you're looking at pornography and deep inside you have this weird feeling, but you ignore it. You're like, I'll just do this for a little while and then I'll just log off and I'll just, you know, ask for forgiveness later or whatever. What you're doing when you're ignoring that voice is allowing like Satan's little snake to get in your ear and plant seeds in your brain. And these seeds are not good seeds. They're bad seeds because they're going to take root and they're going to grow some really terrible plants in your mind. And these plants get stronger over time. So even though you think it's like a little thing, it's kind of like drugs. You take one drug one time, you you become addicted. You planted that seed. It immediately grew roots and you need more you need more of it you need to nourish it so in this case um, we need to whenever we feel convicted whenever we feel like we have more knowledge that hey this is not okay um, we actually need to act on that or not act depending on what's going on so if you feel like you're doing something wrong think about God think about what God would advise you and try to go that direction because if you try to go the other direction into the negative like i always say like the positive path the negative path you're going to keep heading toward the lake of fire lake of fire is satan's realm lake of fire is satan's uh, destruction the lake of fire is 
pretty much like Satan's gonna like forever resting place whenever um, God is done with him. So we don't want to go that direction. What we do want to do, and kind of, I mentioned um, in one of my other podcasts about um, doing God's will, we want to we want to share God's word with others, even if others make fun of us. And I know sometimes at work, like I talk to some coworkers about this stuff, and um, I always feel really good when they're like receptive. And I try talking to somebody that isn't a Christian, and I I can see how it can get a little weird because it does get uncomfortable sometimes because they want to believe in other things like metaphysical things and things that are like um, more like mm, I would say more secular in nature. So it does get kind of difficult. And actually, I'll share kind of something personal with you. My son, he's... book of Jeremiah there's several things that we should kind of take from that aside from convictions aside from sharing your anguish and and happiness with God and aside from turning to God in times of prosperity instead of just turning to him when when we're in trouble so Jeremiah kind of shows the climate of the times at that time society was deteriorating Spiritually, politically, economically, wars and captivity dominated the world scene. God's word was deemed offensive. And that's kind of happening now. Like, if you kind of see God's word is being drowned out by the noise of all these weird um, movements that are kind of pushing everything that's against God. So, look at the political scene. Look at the spiritual scene. Look at the economy, economical scene. It's, it's not good. So the main message in Jeremiah is repentance from sin would postpone Judah's coming judgment at the hands of Babylon. Why is this important? Repentance is one of the greatest needs in our immoral world. God promises to the faithful that they will shine brightly by bringing hope for tomorrow and strength for today if they share God's word. So... Hopefully now you know a little bit about Jeremiah. Um, I actually didn't know too much about him. And there was someone I mentioned this to. And he did not know anything about Jeremiah at all. Uh, Some people don't even know it's a book in the Bible. But it's actually extremely interesting. So um, let's try to be like Jeremiah. Let's try to share God's word. Um, I don't think it'll get extreme to the point of... (laughs) being put in stocks and things like that but we can share God's word gently with others we can um we can do it boldly as well but the point is to instead of just say that we're Christians be Christian instead of say we follow Jesus actually emulate like Jesus and try to be like him of course we'll never be like him but the more we try to be like him the more we'll see that we change 
And the more we change, the more the world around us changes. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you have any ideas for future podcasts or if you're uh, needing advice or if you just want to say hi, you know, just go ahead and message me on Instagram. My name on there is Reformed Eve and that's R-E-F-O-R-M-E-D E-V-E. And I hope you have a beautiful and blessed day. Take care.